0: Welcome to In The Spotlight, a regular podcast from the Witham, Barnard Castle's Community Arts Centre.
1: Greetings once again from the Witham Community Arts Centre here in Barnard Castle, County Durham. Stuart Laundy with you with another episode of In the Spotlight, our weekly podcast that drops every Friday. Good show for you this week. We've got comedian Janie Godley coming up ahead of her appearance on stage at the Witham on Tuesday, February the 6th. And co-host Jane Woodward will join me a little bit later with a big announcement about this lot. This is Martin Fry and ABC. Now you'll need your diaries out for this one because Martin Fry of ABC is coming to the Witham on Tuesday, May the 20th, 2025. That's 2025.
2: Hi, this is Stacey from the CAF and you're listening to In the Spotlight, the Witham's podcast.
1: Time now for this week's special guest, Janie Godley, who has been a mainstay of the stand-up circuit for the past 30 years. I caught up with her a couple of days ago. Right, the, um, the the latest in a very strong early 2024 comedy lineup that's included the likes of Carl Hutchinson and Ed Byrne continues at the Witham on Tuesday, February the 6th, when we welcome Janie Godley. And I'm delighted to say that Janie Godley joins me for the podcast now. Janie, how are you doing?
3: I'm absolutely fine and dandy for somebody who's been told they're dying every single week.
1: It was probably not the best question to ask you because I, I think the best thing to do is um, to explain the premise of of the show that you bring into the Witham.
3: Yeah, the show is called Not Dead Yet. For those who don't know, I am living with a terminal cancer diagnosis and um, I seem to be fitter than I've ever been before, which is really weird Um, I live in every three-month increments because that's when I get the scan. But, you know, people have this perception of cancer where you get cancer and you get an all-clear or you get cancer and you die. And they don't know that there's actually an in-between bit where you get a cancer diagnosis and you just keep living until you don't.
1: You got the diagnosis in 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, And so at what point did you think to turn... This particular part of your life into a into a show to take on the road.
3: Oh God! I take every single thing that happens to me into comedy. I've been talking about, you know, things like the death of my mother, the abuse I had as a kid, and um, living with crazy people and guns and lights and pubs. Every single subject that comes up in my life is turned into comedy because I think that's the best way for me to deal with it.
1: Do people when they turn up to your shows? Does everybody does everybody know what it's all about, or are some people still surprised when you get up there and tell them?
3: Um, The show definitely is not about cancer. I mean, I need to give you that as a heads up Mm. because I wouldn't go and watch a show about cancer. I just mentioned it at the very top to give it context. Um, And then the rest of it is all stand-up comedy and voiceovers. So audiences who come aren't there for a TED Talk lecture on how to live with cancer and the folk that send you um, lovely remedies like pigeons, oakster hair. You know, we have a good old laugh about things, but it's not a show about, you know, living or dying of cancer.
1: So it's 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 very much you doing what you do?
3: Yeah, yeah, just be a wee added bit at the top.
1: Um, I was looking as well, you've, you've been at this for 30 years now, did you ever think it would uh, go on so long?
3: Yeah, no, I thought that they would find out very soon that I was funny and they would sack me, but it comes out, I just keep going. Who wow. knew but, you know, comedy subjective, which people find funny, other people absolutely hate. So, yeah, no, I didn't think it... I was hoping it would last long because I'm not really good at anything else.
1: Did you, did you have a sort of a, a, a proper job of, in, in a previous life prior to comedy?
3: Yeah, I was a computer builder in '79. I was making the first NASCOM boards, and then I became a barmaid and a publican for 15 years. And then I just get bored because I knew that one day I was going to end up with a bouffant hair doing some appliqué jumpers, and I thought, no, that's not for me. I'm going to go on the road and become a stand-up comedian. So I picked, as my daughter Ashley would say, the hardest possible career at the hardest possible time. So in the mid '90s, when I was in my mid 30s. I'm a working-class Scottish woman, and I decided to become a stand-up comedian, which was had everything against it, but I did it.
1: What was it that that made you think you could do it?
3: Um, I think because being behind the bar, I was always funny, you know, and I, I always had constant hecklers, and I saw what comedy was like out there, and I thought, no, I, I definitely could do that.
1: Do you remember much about the first show that you put together?
3: Oh God, I, I was awful. Um, <laughs> yeah, like every other. New comedian, you you think, no, this will definitely work. And I still have that to this day. There's a thing that I have inside me that thinks this is a belter. I'm going to tell everybody it. And the whole audience just stares at me like, why would you even say that aloud? So that's what comedy is. Comedy is it's like trying to explain fairies. It's hard to explain. But if you get the confidence of an audience, you can take them anywhere on that storytelling journey.
1: And does does it get easier the more you do it or is is coming up with fresh ideas fresh material is is that difficult
3: I've always found comedy really easy I, I'd love to be able to say it's been a hard slog and my god did I put the hours in but I'm an absolute charlatan and a cheat I just get up there and talk and people laugh and I it's been the easiest job I've ever had I've had, I, I, I was a chambermaid in a hotel and that was harder than stand up making beds every day no
1: we we were just just briefly mentioning before um before we started recording that um you did this great series of voiceovers uh, mm-hmm. fe- featuring the lovely Nicola Sturgeon does does that does that feature in your show or not?
3: Yeah, there's lots of voiceovers, and oh, A lot of them are animals. Um, a lot of them are there's not many of them as Nicola because we try to keep it up to date and what's happening. Yeah, yeah. So you know we'll have all the the rishi ones. We'll have. All the, the the current politicians, there's a couple of classics from Theresa May and Boris Johnson that you just can't throw away. Um, and you know, we might mention you yeah, Prince Charles having a pain in the bum. Or oh, sorry, that's his brother Andrew. But no, we don't know how we're going to work that out. But yeah, it's going to be fun.
1: And is this part of a, a big tour? That I mean, I don't, I don't want to sort of get like you said. I don't want to get too hung up on the cancer thing. But um, is this mm-hmm. part of a big tour, or are you only able to sort of uh, organize a few dates at a time, or? how does, it, does no, it interfere with what you do
3: no it doesn't my cancer specialist gives me the dates for my chemo and my tour manager gets those dates and he works everything around it so I'm going all over England then I pop home for chemo and then I go back out on the road so that's just how it is you know there is lots of people who live and work while they cope with chemo and dialysis and diabetes and multiple sclerosis, I'm not the only person who has a, a, a terminal or a life-limiting illness and still manages to work. There are so many people out there that do what I do, except I just get more attention because I'm me. But let's not forget all the people who work yeah, yeah. during the toughest of times.
1: And and how's how's the how's the family coping with this? You mentioned your your, your daughter there. I'm, I presume they. Yeah. Huge supporters of 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 you keep kind of keeping going, keeping going. If you see what I mean,
3: they're really excited to get me at the house for a couple of weeks. They're like, get the money, bad bad cancer woman at the house. I mean, Ashley's a brilliant stand up herself and writer and broadcaster, so she just enjoys having a good old laugh with me. And my husband um, and the wee dog are just looking forward to getting a break for money, money, mammy
1: dear well we look forward to welcoming Money money Mammy to uh, to Barnard Castle <laughs> on February the 6th uh, Jenny it's been an absolute pleasure and we'll see you soon
3: oh thank you money money mammy is honorably.
1: And tickets for Moni Moni Mummy, or rather Jane Godley, are available online. But you've got to go to www.funnywaytobe.com. The tickets are not available on the Witham website this time. So that's funnywaytobe.com. That's where you get your tickets for Jane Godley.
0: Hi, this is Sheila.
3: Hi, this is Jim.
0: And we're
4: volunteers. And
1: you're you're listening listening to
4: In the Spotlight. Spotlight.
2: The Rhythms Podcast.
1: So Jane's arrived into the studio and I've made her put a cup of tea down. She's still got three quarters of it less because we've got lots to talk about this week, haven't we?
2: <laughs> we have a lot to talk about, Stuart. Yeah, yes, that... I've eaten my biscuit though. It was very nice. Thank That's you. all
1: right. Well, look, The cup is going to be cold by the time we get through this lot, <laughs> isn't it? Look at the, I know. <laughs> look I know. at this big long list. Anyway, I gave you the big build-up before. So tell me all about Martin Fry.
2: Yes, Martin Fry, who of course was the lead singer and frontman of ABC.
1: Oh, I was there at the time.
2: Back in the 80s. Unlike you. Uh, well I was Yeah but
1: you were four <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah but I do remember I do remember the music I have listened to some of their tracks yeah. and yes I do remember the music very yeah. well Yeah
1: Martin Fry and Tony Hadley were the two kind of besuited new romantics at the time so, um, uh, Tony Hadley with Spandau Ballet of course and Martin Fry with ABC yes. So he's coming then, he's coming to see us is he?
2: He is, his tour is called An Intimate Evening with Martin Fry
1: That sounds a bit 18 rated I suspect it isn't though.
2: <laughs> it basically means he's going to be kind of, it's going to be him. He's on his own. He hasn't he's, got the band with I was going to say it, it's a stripped down version, but that sounds even worse, doesn't it? But that's kind of what they say it is. Yeah. It's him with a guitar and he'll be singing songs and telling stories. And you can buy a ticket to meet and greet him. Oh, lovely. So there might be a bit of a pre-show as well. You get to spend a bit of time with him. And there's only so many tickets available. So it's...
1: So it's intimate, stripped back, and you get to spend a bit of time with him.
2: Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes.
1: <laughs> Tickets will fly off the shelf for this one. It,
2: they will. So, so this intimate tour follows um, a previous sold-out tour across the UK mm-hmm. and coincides with the publication of his autobiography, oh. which is called That's the Look. Yeah. That's the Look. The Look of Love.
1: Blimey. Yeah. You said that with conviction. I did. (laughs) A lot of, how can I describe the more mature artists from the uh, 70s, 80s are doing this sort of thing now. It's a lot better than humping yourself around stage in front of a live band for a couple of hours every night. Yes. Sitting back in your rocking chair with a guitar and strumming a couple of your hits and (laughs) telling people it was great to be there. (laughs) Yes. That sounds fabulous. For anybody who is a big ABC fan, that'll be a must-see.
2: It will. It will.
1: And a reminder that Martin Fry of ABC is coming to the Witham on Tuesday, May the 20th, 2025. Make sure you get that right. May the 20th, 2025, and you can get tickets now. Excellent. Right. Next week, we've got a busy old week next week as well, kicking off on Tuesday with last week's podcast guest, Chris Difford.
2: Yes, and he's also coming to do his intimate tour. Not only, but also...
1: There's an awful lot of intimacy going on at the Witham at the moment. (laughs) Yes, there
2: is. He's playing songs from the Squeeze catalogue and his own compositions and he'll be telling stories and he's joined on stage by Melvin Duffy on Pedal Steel.
1: If you want to know more, just dial back and have a listen to last week's podcast if you haven't already. He tells you all about it. Now then on Wednesday, January the 31st, we've got a bit of live theatre going on, haven't we? Or a live screening rather, not live theatre, live screening.
2: National Theatre Live.
1: That's what I was struggling to say.
2: This is a new play. By James Graham, and it's called Dear England. It's about football, and it stars Joseph Fiennes as Gareth Southgate.
1: Yeah, it'll be all about his waistcoat, won't it? <laughs> That's all everybody remembers. We didn't win the cup, but, uh, but everybody was bowled over by Gareth Southgate's waistcoat. <laughs> He was Mr. Marks and Sparks for a time, I think. Was he? That's where he got it from, apparently.
2: Right, I don't remember that. But that is a new play, so that's on Wednesday at 7 o'clock.
1: Excellent. And we're still on the stage on Thursday for a screening.
2: Yes, this is a screening of a West End musical, which has been filmed live. Um, Kinky Boots, the musical.
1: Blimey, it it gets worse.
2: Have you seen the film, Kinky Boots?
1: Absolutely Uh, not.
2: It's hilarious. You should watch it, Stuart. I don't know what the musical's like, but the film is it is right. really good.
1: I shall write that really down good. and make a point.
2: Of watch it. that one. Um, it features songs by Cyndi Lauper. Did you All know right. that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that, but I am very aware of Cyndi Lauper's yep. catalog.
2: Yes, and uh, Kinky Boots is based on a true story Ooh. about a struggling shoe factory owner
1: mm-hmm.
2: and a drag queen. Marvelous. Yes. And it's
1: all the ingredients well a,
2: worth seeing.
1: All the ingredients for a top West End show with songs.
2: Yes, and that's at seven o'clock on Thursday, the first of February.
1: Excellent. And then on Saturday we have well, it's pictures. S- it's the pictures now on Saturday. Well, we're still
2: on Thursday, Stuart. Are we? because if you don't fancy Kinky Boots the musical, you could come and discover some inner peace with a meditation class. Oh, right. Which takes place at seven thirty.
1: It's a monthly one. This
2: one. A monthly it? one. Yeah. yeah the first Thursday of the month, and it takes place upstairs so in the Wytham
1: Room. I'm guessing this is their first meeting of the year, is it?
2: It is. Yeah. It is £6, and upstairs in the Wytham Room, just pay on the door, right. and you can develop and discover your inner peace.
1: Right, okey dokie. Sorry, I, I read over that one on my notes. <laughs> Never mind. Now, Saturday, it's Pictures Day.
2: It is. Um, we've got a matinee film, The Miracle Club, at 2 o'clock.
1: That's... Um uh, that's set in Ireland isn't it,
2: it? yes mm. it's uh, about a group of friends who have never left Ireland and they embark on a trip of a lifetime to Lourdes
1: road trip
2: yes Very and good. it's got Maggie Smith Ah, okay stars in it
1: yeah yeah good stuff and finally we have the first exhibition in the gallery of the year
2: well we have got an exhibition uh, we have had an exhibition of Pittock paintings
1: all oh, right yeah I wasn't really counting that
2: mm. So this is the first kind of full month exhibition.
1: That was what I was getting at.
2: Yes. Which features five artists and it's called We Need to Talk About Landscape.
1: So this will be landscape paintings then. It
2: will. Yes. Uh, Different artist interpretations and it's trying to get people to rethink how they see and discuss the landscape around them.
1: Very good indeed. Now, the thing with the gallery is that um, admission to see the paintings is free during uh, centre opening hours. Yes. However, for the rest of this stuff, where can people buy tickets?
2: By calling the box office. On? 01833. Correct. 63107.
1: And online?
2: www.thewitham.org.uk
1: Brilliant stuff. Jane, thank you very much. We'll see you next week.
2: You will. Bye, Stuart
1: and that's just about it for this week jane and i'll be back as usual next time uh, i'm going to leave you with another squeeze song i need no excuse to play a squeeze song uh chris Difford's coming on tuesday don't forget that january the 30th here's slap and tickle and we'll see you next time
0: Thanks for listening to In The Spotlight from The Witham, Barnard Castle's community arts centre. Available on all major podcast platforms. So please give us a follow and leave a comment. Or listen online at www.thewitham.org.uk. We'll be back soon with another episode.